Happy Friday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totri, joined yeah, you are. sometimes by Sean DePause. Yeah, I am. How you doing, man? You've got a busy, busy day. Yeah, it happens. You know, that's Fridays for me. Um, I felt good today because... I feel uh, loose. I was, I'm feeling real loose, real loose, ready to make bad decisions, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> which no one does. Only really the two in this room do. Um... What was I going to say? For the first time in my life, someone on TPSP today, and maybe because Shane's not in the building today, he's out uh, in the field doing some work. But, Section 7. Um, someone on TPSP in a comment said that they envied my mustache. Wow. Yeah. You do have a nice mustache. I think I do, too. I, and think... I know I know Shane kind of got that market cornered, but I have. I think I have my own. And I shaved the little the beard part, so now I'm just going straight stash. Especially with this outfit. Like, you I really look to, like you're going on vacation. I am going to fucking timeshare up. Yeah, you definitely. Where's the timeshare? Uh, somewhere in Florida. Oh yeah, but not anywhere in Florida. It's like something Tallahassee. Like, nah, it's more of like a like a Buena Vista, like a, a, a Sierra a Vista, like it's a Vista of some mm. sort in Florida. Okay, sure. Why not? Well, somewhere in the the suburbs of St. Lauderdale yeah. <laughs> or Fort Lauderdale, St. Peter. St. Lauderdale. I, was, I put Fort Lauderdale wow. and St. Petersburg. So what? St. Lauderdale and Fort Peters. Petersburg, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, enough about your timeshare. I'm sure we're nice. yeah you, you we're we're gonna get a timeshare at a certain point. Uh, let's talk Arizona State basketball minutes ago. for a little bit. Yeah, why not? Uh, Joe in the chat. Is this heaven? No, it's PHNX Sun Devils. That might be the single greatest comment that I've ever seen next to Mustachio. Um, but last night, 2023 NBA draft. Mm -hmm. Neither Desmond Cambridge Jr. nor Marcus Bagley were selected. I know Marcus Bagley, the the whole issues, and we'll get into him. Like, is he a Sun Devil? Is he whatever? Uh, but both of them ended up on NBA rosters, signing uh, contracts with teams. They're expected to to be a part of these teams in terms of the 2023 NBA Summer League. So oh, yeah, fans maybe. will get a chance to to see these two in action. I want to start off with the guy. Uh, who hit arguably, actually not even arguably, hit the, the biggest shot in ASU basketball history over the last decade. Uh, and, and that's none other than Desmond Cambridge Jr. Let's go ahead and pull up the tweet. Uh, so this is from John Chepikovich. Uh, probably screwed that up, but Desmond Cambridge Jr. Chepkevich. Desmond Cambridge Jr. has agreed to join the Toronto Raptors for NBA Summer League. Six, six, six. The, <laughs> the six, four and a half guard averaged 15.7 points. Four boards, one assist, one steal, one block for his NCAA career at Brown, Nevada, and Arizona State. Four-time All-Conference plus Portsmouth uh, Invitational selection. Six, Desmond six. Cambridge Jr., you are a Toronto Raptor. Did he get the Drake follow like Grady Dick? Not yet. Not I hope yet. so. He uh, will after he goes for 40 in an NBA Summer League game. You're not wrong. Sure. Uh, I mean, that's dope, right? Like, uh, Toronto's a dope organization. Um, Toronto's a dope city to live in. I, well, I guess I'm... I'm yes. Yeah. It's, it's a dope <laughs> city to visit, and it's a dope city to live in. Um, like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's cool for Des. I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I have a great outlook on what their roster looks like. But, I mean, they did lose, uh, or they didn't technically lose. I guess they... For they them, lose. is going in for free agency. So, there's, I mean... One less guard on that team. Um, and I mean, it, was, it wasn't like it was a, a great team this year. So who knows? Dez is obviously, I mean, he's a gamer. Like, that's yeah. the one thing we know about him is a dude, he, he's going to try, really, he try really fucking hard. He's a baller. Um, so, and those are the kind of guys that can make a name for themselves in the G League Absolutely. or, or uh, in the Summer League. Um, and, but yeah, I, 
JJ is saying in the chat. I don't mean I'm necessarily expecting him to be. He's not starting for the Toronto Raptors next year. But he, if he can, if he can stick with the G League team and and make a name for himself, uh, he's not the kind of guy that choice is the kind of guy that's going to give up. Like I think if he gets an opportunity, he's going to make the best of it. So. Oh yeah, Desmond Cambridge Jr. And I, I want to get to his draft uh, profile here in a little bit. Uh, but Desmond Cambridge Jr. is the type of guy that I feel like two three years from now comes off the bench in like a random. Random game midseason goes for 20 in the fourth quarter, and you're like, holy shit, Des Cambridge. Yeah. Like, it, he just strikes me as that type of player. Uh, I'm really, really curious to watch NBA Summer League and just see how his game kind of translates. Obviously, NBA Summer League is not nearly the same uh, as it is, you know, when you hit midseason yeah. or the NBA playoffs by any means, but still, uh, it, it is a bump up. Uh, from the NCAA. So it's certainly going to be interesting. I do want to read his draft profile, which I just find interesting. And let me know what you think about it. So this was written about Desmond Cambridge Jr. Obviously has his listed height, weight, whatever. His projected draft range was likely undrafted. Here we are. Spot on. <laughs> his pros. Adequate shooter. Excels at scoring on-off ball motion plays. Handles the ball well. Decent defender that can get steals. Solid athlete. Cons. A streaky shooter, prone to hoisting up questionable shots. <laughs> no. Can be too scoring focused on offense. Not a true point guard, but is undersized to play the two. Old for a draft prospect. May have limited upside. So the summary, Desmond Cambridge Jr. is an agile, skilled combo guard that recently played at Arizona State this past season. He was invited to play at the 2023 Portsmouth Invitational. He is a shot maker that can score in bunches, but he'll need to improve his shot selection and show that he can reliably run the point at higher levels. Currently, he may project to be a borderline second-round candidate for the 2023 NBA draft. Yeah, I mean, spot the lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. As these, I mean, whoever wrote this probably getting paid a bunch more money than we are to, to <laughs> scout for the NBA or whatever. And we could have told you all that. Yeah. Like, he... that. Yeah, again, spot the lie. It is, it is all all of the things you loved about Desmond Cambridge and all the things that frustrated <laughs> about you. It is the, the ability to make big shots, the ability to, be, to, to to score, but then that disappears sometimes. And you're like, what happened? You're the best player on this team. Um, and that goes, well, that's why the streaky shooter. And the, 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 the we, neither of, we both chuckled when you said the prone to questioning or chucking up questionable shots. Like, We've seen him. We've seen <laughs> that a bunch. And and I mean, a lot of the times our, our argument was that it's Desmond Cambridge. It's not really a, a bad shot, but it is certainly a difficult shot. And when um, you get to the next level, those are bad shots. Yeah. yeah. Very, Unless yeah. your name is Steph Curry, those are bad shots. 100%. So uh, by no means do I think it is any of that. It was unfair. I think it's a very accurate um, description of who we saw him be, at, at least in the season at Arizona State. But um, I think if you are looking at that, I think the, the summary is – is is again fair it's, he's a shot maker and but there's certain and clear improvements he's gonna have to make if he wants to have any kind of impact at, in, in professional basketball he is like they said he's kind of in an awkward size for yeah. a guard and awkward age as well awkward age and not a true point guard so he's going to have to try that much harder to make us a, uh, a name for himself and really carve out a role in the nba but again uh, i think one thing that they don't say he, that they don't have here is just about his drive and and the mentality he has yeah um and i think that is what makes him special and what gives him an opportunity to to make a name for himself at some point um in the league and joe made another good point put questionable shot line for any player under bobby yeah. like that is that is part of i wonder if that's at all like if, if scouts maybe take that into consideration at all of like hey they're playing in somewhat of a loose offense. Yeah. Like, we know it's Bobby Hurley. His guys are kind of given that free reign to do that. Yeah. But then, I mean, I guess the the other side of that coin is, right, like if you are 
a, a you're really developed and you have a high basketball IQ just because your coach allows you to take some of these shots doesn't necessarily mean you take those shots. Yeah, no, 100 percent. I uh, JJ make another good point about the report mentioned his defense, but it doesn't really I don't think do a good job at talking about just how good of a defensive player he yeah. he's capable of being. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it I, I'm excited for him. I think he has a, again, I think he has an opportunity to really to do something, but it's it's far from a certainty. Yeah, I, I think the the most interesting thing about reading that scouting report is it feels like they that he's evaluated as a point guard. Yeah, um, yeah, which Very is point. Which we is never saw this, we never role, saw yeah. him as a point guard at Arizona State. Obviously, that was all Frankie Collins. Uh, we saw Austin Nunez as well, but Dez was never he was never the guy really running the offense. He was the guy off ball that you I mean you'd kick him in the corner yeah. and he would. Like hit a three. It, it like, makes sense. I mean, if you're in the NBA and you're looking at a six four one eighty guard, yeah, you're not exactly thinking that he's he, he's not a two. He's not. Yeah, he's not a two, and that's what, I, what they say. He's kind of a tweeter there. Um, I don't know. It's very interesting to see, uh, um, or I guess it will be very interesting to see, kind of how the Raptors end up trying to use him, um, whether in their G League or in their summer league, um, and if they try and use him as a, as a real point guard, because that might be a very untapped part of his game that we just really didn't get to see at all yeah. in in at, at ASU because they had point guards. They had they had a true point guard in Frankie Collins. He was never going to be anything but a, a, a true point guard. Um, so we'll see. Um I don't know. I, I think the because of kind of the Bobby factor that we were just mentioning and, and some of that stuff and the fact that he's playing all the way on the West Coast, I think there's a chance that the, the Raptors got themselves a little bit of a steal. Um, by no, again, by no means do I think he's going to end up being a major contributor for the Raptors anytime soon, but he can be a guy. I mean, look at a team like the Suns. They're so, they're, they, they're, they lack depth so much that... It, you see a guy that goes off in summer league, you you might take a flyer. Yeah, he's on a two way contract. Um, I, I I agree with you. In that I think he's the kind of guy that, in, whether it's this year or a couple of years, you're all of a sudden going to hear that he had some big game because yeah. he got called up from the G League and he they they were dealing with injuries and all of a sudden he dropped twenty five and you're like, who the hell is this guy? Well, we don't knew who this guy was. Um, so we'll see. Um, but I, I do think that Toronto is a good spot for him, and I do think that he's the kind of guy that's capable of of forcing the issue and making a name for himself in, in professional basketball. Yeah, obviously it hasn't been too long since there was a former Sun Devil who went undrafted and, and made a pretty comfortable living by the name of Lou Dort. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like Lou Dort, at least for all Sun Devils, can can kind of be um, the, the model yeah. for if you go undrafted, this is the type of career that you can have still – a, a young player in the NBA and signed, I want to say, a $73 million mm-hmm. or $70-plus million extension with the the Oklahoma City Thunder not too long ago. Uh, so certainly, I think Dez has that potential. Um, obviously, Lou... Five years, 82. Oh, 82 crazy. and a half. Gosh, I'm in the wrong industry. 64 and some change guaranteed. <laughs> That's a crazy... For a, a guy a, that went undrafted. Average salary of 16 and a half million dollars and now when you watch when you watch des cambridge play basketball Mm -hmm. versus a guy like lou dort and obviously kind of taking away the the fact that lou dort is just a defensive dog right that's where he really makes his bread and butter is being the best defender on the court what do you think des cambridge needs to do to be able to be at a lou dort level like what is the difference do you think in their games um let me double check this i feel like lou dort's Bigger, is he not? 
Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think Lou Dort's smaller. Is he? I, he is, he's, oh, yeah. He's, well, he's 6'3", but he's 215. Shane so he's, would know exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, no, that only works with quarterbacks. Oh. Yeah, he is. So he is short and, and shorter, but he's he's thicker, he's, which is more what I was thicker, yeah. he's, which is more what I was getting at. Like, I do think there's going to be a little bit more of, of he's going to have to bulk up a little bit, yeah. um, especially because of his his weird size. Um, if he's he's going to be go- if he's at the one, he's going to be slower than guys that he's guarding and if he's guarding the two he's going to be smaller than the guys he's guarding and so i don't know if he has the vision to be a one I, that's that's also but again that's the the, the untapped thing we just don't really yeah, know no, you're right, to you're see right, an opportunity you're right. Of it. but that in that in of itself is where like this is not a craft that he's been honing for the last few years so it, it is really be really interesting to see where he kind of kind of fits but i do think to the lou dort point he is he's got the kind of mentality where he's like i'm going to have to do um whatever i need to do to stay in the league if i have to be a defensive uh, genius that's what i'm gonna do yeah like if that's what i gotta focus on he's not the kind of guy like i think it was a criticism that kind of got mentioned last night talking about da is like that's what da needs to do he needs to be a number three and i don't think that he necessarily has the mentality to do that not every player does right especially when you were that guy and and but i think des is the kind of guy that is is willing to to kind of take whatever role he needs to but i do think against joe's point his, his best opportunity to, to be a real player in this league is to be a three and d guy and in order to do that he needs to shoot open or hit open shots more consistently he needs yeah. to be a more consistent shooter if he manages to figure that out he uh, that's a, uh, this is not this is a dangerous role player in the nba oh absolutely and i think that's probably his ceiling yeah agree. right yeah, he's not he's a dangerous anywhere, role but. player uh and again that's a little bit you, you you factor in the age you factor in the experience you factor in the fact mm-hmm. uh you factor in the fact wow uh that he's he's just i don't want to say he's missing something uh but he is like yeah. li- like in, in terms There's a reason of he, he's staying so long in college law yeah like this is a guy like you said can be can be dangerous and i think he will be i do think des cambridge finds a home in the nba at some point uh, but this summer league is going to definitely be more crucial for him than it is, I think, a lot of players, yeah. right? Because he is older. Uh, he doesn't like. He just doesn't have any time left, to be yeah. honest with you. Uh, and it sucks that being quote unquote older in the NBA is like twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, um, I but also that's what it is. I don't want to to limit him to this, but like I don't. And obviously, when you're talking about it in the context of the NBA, it kind of seems like a slight whatever. But JJ, JJ said earlier, Des is the kind of guy that can go off in the G League. He seems like the kind of guy that, like, like a Mac McClung, like who it could just he he could be making dumb money if he go to play it went to play in Europe or China yeah. or something like that. But he he decided to stay in, in in America and play in the league, play in the association. He could be the kind of guy where if he doesn't really ever get an opportunity in in the NBA, he could be a real problem in the G League. Um, Joe, again, you're wrong. Hitting shots is not the only stat that matters. You know what the, the only stat that matters. Um, before we move on to Marcus Bagley, uh, is there anything else in terms of Des Cambridge to the Toronto Raptors uh, that just kind of excites you? I just, whenever somebody gets drafted by the Raptors, I get excited. And it's somebody that I have a personal connection to because like Shea Brissett, former Syracuse guy who I knew, um, he got drafted by the Raptors. And I just, I want them to get an opportunity. He was also from Mississauga, which was cool. But um I just want to have an opportunity to buy one of your OVO jerseys. Like I want awesome. one of the black and gold Des Cambridge jerseys. That would be dope. So make it please for me. God. I don't think they've worn those anytime recently, but who knows? A Des Cambridge jersey in one of those would be the four on the back. Though your four money would be Shout absolutely money. That would be so hard. Uh, you're gonna need some money if you want to buy one of those nice ass NBA jerseys. And sure. where are you gonna get it? Where are you gonna make it? You're gonna do it. Over at BetMGM, guys, starting Friday, June 23rd, which is today, BetMGM players are going to receive a bonus bet upon login. 
to the BetMGM Sportsbook every Friday for the next three weeks. Literally meaning all you got to do is when your calendar hits Friday, you log in and you get money. They're literally just giving you free money over at BetMGM, guys. Claim period extends through Saturday and Sunday. So you've got 72 hours to log in to claim and then 72 hours to use the bonus bet after you log in. You just got it. Got it. Got his free money, guys. So log in at any point during the weekend and claim your bonus bet on the house. And again, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer. And guess what? You're going to receive up to not $100, not $200, not $300, not $400, up to $1,000. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Good math on that. Again, make sure (laughs) you use that. Is that just correctly identifying numbers? It's all math. Numbers are math. Guys, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to the man, the myth, the deef. Talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Michigan. Shout out Michigan. They don't have four peaks in Michigan, though. Uh, you know they're Leah's- called Michiganders? Ew. Yeah, it's disgusting. Take a Michigander at this fool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take a Michigander at how good this beer is. Yeah, goodness. Uh, I was, obviously, I'm not on the show normally, walking the studio. First thing Toji says, you want four peaks? Yeah, man. We went to go get some. Four peaks so popular in the office that the fridge, full out. Yeah, look at Leah's got full the out. Leah's got a wow that I believe Pleady brought from home, right? Gosh. Because we were out of wow. Max not doing his job and not making sure the fridge is fully stocked. You know how Just crazy it is? Gallivanting around also, South America, also, making I, sure we're not fully stocked with I beer have, and snacks. I, I love PD to death, but the very first thing that they teach you in grade school is if you, if you don't have enough to share with he everybody, bring you don't bring producer. He didn't bring any for his producer. Anyways, it's uh, it's. I'm you're, mad a, you're acting all mad, but he told you, and you were like, "It's fine." I, he didn't well, tell me. I was, not, I'm, I was trying to be nice to PD. I didn't want to make him feel bad, but I was mad. I wanted, I wanted a wow. It would have been nice to start my morning. It's Who like doesn't perfect, want a wow? It's like, as PD always says, it's a perfect breakfast beer. Um, everyone wants wow. Even the teachers. The teachers want wow. The teachers want wow. Um, my computer wants wow um, because it was frozen. Uh, um, the teachers love wow because four piece for teachers bat. Um, you oh, know? no. Look what you've done. Oh. 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 Are those refrigerated? Yeah. Are they... Are they... Are they, are they yeah. Are they cold? Mm, they, they could be. Is there wow in here? Yeah, use your imagination. That's not how drinking works. <laughs> Actually, it might be. You can continue. I'm going to remove, uh, the, yeah, boxes. Please remove the boxes. Um, Teachers Tuesdays are back. If you're a teacher, uh, they're uh, head to the A Street Pub. Oh, my. Bring a valid teacher ID. Ooh. I'm a salted caramel fiend. Shut up, 4 Ps. They. That's the best beer on the planet. Um... As I was saying, if you're a teacher, bring your valid teacher ID uh, to the 8th Street Pub, and you'll receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hop Knot. And you can go to 4teachers.org to nominate a teacher to win an award, donate, and reserve your special teacher's kit. Um, Max brought in all that beer here, but I was craving a Wow. That was my problem. He doesn't have the fridge fully stocked with the Wow or the the Peach Hale because he was gallivanting around South America. So now he's back. 
it's about time that our beer gets fully stocked with Four Peaks again. <sighs> four and you should follow us fully stock your beer with Four Peaks as well. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up the latest in Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Yes, drink responsibly and don't fight with your coach. That's uh, a message. Drafted. A message to you, Marcus Bagley. Uh, before we get into Wasn't Marcus Bagley, and uh, he was yeah, he was supposed to be. Yeah, he didn't. Play. What happened? He didn't play, and he gets mad and yells at coaches mm. because oh, he's a Bagley. Yeah, bummer. Mm. Are we considering him a, a Sun Devil? That's what. So that's what we just like, talked about before on we get TPSP. Into any of the other shit? Is he a Sun Devil? No. In my mind, no, but it's going to be hilarious because for the rest of his career, if he ever does anything, it'll be, oh, uh, uh, Bagley out of Arizona State. <laughs> out of Arizona State, like barely. It's like um, 17 games. Yeah, like I spent more time in, in uh, the arena than Honestly, he did. that's very true. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I'm not going to speak personally, but like, like you and Shane, I, I'm sure spent more time in DFA than he has. Oh, yeah. Can we get a poll actually in the chat? I'm curious as to what the people in the chat think. If we'll let you guys vote on if you guys believe that Marcus Bagley counts as a Sun Devil. Uh, while we get that poll going, Marcus Bagley did not go, did not get drafted. Uh, before we tell you where he signed, this is what was written about him. Okay, this was his draft profile. A 6'7 wing with a 200-pound wingspan, which does not make sense. <laughs> was, uh, huh? Bagley spent three seasons with the Sun Devils and averaged 10.9 points per game, five rebounds, one assist. The junior forward increased his scoring average every season at Arizona State and flashed plenty of upside as he prepares to make a leap to the next level and was a solid shooter from deep, finishing with a career average of 35% from behind the arc. Oh, what? Rose his shooting average every year. That's because he went from playing three games to four. <laughs> what are we talking about? Like what? It, or honestly, it probably went down from four games to three. Yeah, like what are we? Yeah, like what are we talking about? Okay. Yeah. It's look. So these are his strengths. Okay. Bagley's best NBA trait as he enters the league is his three-point shooting and ability to space the floor. He has a nice release and shows a lot of promise with his outside shooting, although as evidenced by his three-point percentage, he'll need to improve his consistency. His weaknesses. The third-year player has suffered a handful of injuries through college, which will likely be a red flag for teams running through the evaluation process. His overall skill set is still very raw, which means any team that calls his name will likely be taking on a prospect with years of development still ahead of him. Oh, and something not listed under the weaknesses is likes to argue with his coaches. Uh, and, and then, then his player comp is none other this than is so lazy. his big brother, Marvin Bagley. Bagley profiles much like his brother and former second overall pick, Marvin Bagley III, though the Arizona State product can potentially develop into a more consistent 3 and D type of player. Would you like the poll results? Yeah, let's see what people think. Okay. Um, 83% said no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, what I thought. Like, I mean, there's <laughs> nothing else you're going to be able to call him? Like, he's a Sun Devil more so than he is anything else, but he's barely a no, Sun he's a Devil Bagley. in my mind. He's a Bagley. That's a great way to put it. He's a Marvin It's like Bagley. the Ball brothers. Like, I know Lonzo went to UCLA, but he's yeah, a Ball. he's a Ball. He's not he, a Bruin. He went to college because he was required to by rules. Not no, because, because Ball a... University wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why. Otherwise, um, he's absolutely going there. I was talking about this on TPSP with Mac. Um, the reality is, is that, like, obviously a lot of it was coming from his camp, but... 
he was supposed to be much more than an undrafted player. And yeah. a large part of the reason he went undrafted is because he just simply didn't play. So the reality is is that, and I don't know if you're you're still waiting to reveal the team. No, we can go ahead. The 76ers, you signed with the Sixers. Uh, the reality is is that there's a chance they got a hell of a steal. Like, uh, again, this is a guy who was, who, was, who was getting drafted this low not because of his basketball ability. That's the reality of it. He's not getting drafted this low, because, or he didn't go undrafted because he's not good at basketball. He went undrafted because of his character issues and because of his injury issues, um, which neither of which can necessarily be fixed, but you can convince yourself you can fix them or that that was more a product of his circumstance or his, his setting, right? So there is a chance that, that they got themselves a hell of a steal with an undrafted player. But the thing that will get in his way more than anything is, is being... Marcus Bagley and being a Bagley like that obviously is is gotten in his his problem up until this point or has been his problem up to this point so we'll see but all of the all of this is bullshit to me yeah we're we're I understand you have to write a draft profile and Reza's kind of getting at it like he didn't play college basketball 17 games is not not a college basketball career make he didn't play college basketball Mm -mm. so any of this shit about his percentage, all of it, it means nothing to me. You're going based off what his, his pure potential and his raw physical talent and the little bit you've seen in the couple of games he's played. So for that reason, they could end up with a steal. There's obviously no risk in signing somebody undrafted. Um, so, I mean, I wish him the best. Like I'm not rooting for him to fail by any means. Um, but again... He's going to get in his own way more than anything. He, he's got great physical talent. His brother, obviously, is, is playing in the league, and I think he's capable of that. He got a little brother, too. Yeah. His little brother is supposed to be better in Melbourne. So I've heard. Um, but if he can stay out of his own way, the Sixers got themselves a hell of a player, a, a steal with an undrafted free agent, but that's a massive if. Look, I'm not a general manager yeah. of, a, of an NBA franchise, if you couldn't tell. Okay. But if I was... Right, and I, I'm talking to my scouts. I send my scout out west, and I have him go cover Arizona State. Right, I've got my list of players, and there's a Desmond Cambridge, and there is a Marcus Bagley, and one is six four, a buck eighty. One is six seven, the brother of an NBA player already who went second mm-hmm. overall. Right, so I call Bobby Hurley, and he's telling me about these two players, and the very first thing I hear about Marcus Bagley is pretty much that he quit on the team. Right, <laughs> Joe, shut up. Pretty Stop much. It. Pretty much said he quit on the team. Um, there was arguments with coaches. There was it was a, a sticky situation with teammates as well. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't a liked guy yeah. at Arizona State, right? So that's from the coach. And now I'm looking at the box scores. And why isn't he here for three years? Injury, 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 injury. By those two things alone, as an NBA general manager with a roster being as small it is as, as small as it is, I'm not touching. I'm absolutely. I'm not calling him in for a workout. I'm not calling him in for an interview by any means. There are too many talented basketball players out there for there to be a guy like Marcus Bagley with character issues and injury issues to make a roster. Yeah, but I mean, well, first off, he's not on a roster yet. Like he's probably going to play NBA some of the- summer league. Yeah, but I, I mean, at this point, I think uh, Jay, again, JJ said it. It's low risk, high reward. There is no risk in signing him. Like, if you can convince him to come to your team, you are get, the worst thing that can happen is oh, he's, he's an asshole in summer league. Uh, we we cut him. That's the worst that can happen. A, a, a summer leaguer is not going to bring down your franchise. It's not like he's going to be a, a locker room cancer. Uh, uh, so, like, there's no risk in my opinion. I I agree. 
not a chance in hell I was ever using a draft pick on the dude. Oh hell no! Like there's no shot that's ever happening because that then you, there is a risk. You're 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 wasting a, an asset there. Yeah, as uh, a GM. potentially wasting an asset I, again. I'm not trying to. I know this this is very negative. We, it kind of seems like we're hating. I don't really have a problem with the dude. Obviously, like I don't, I don't know him. Yeah, I wish um, him like obviously I, you want I, I him hope, to succeed. I hope he's successful. Oh well, yeah, but. He has not given me a whole lot of reasons to believe in him. Um, and yeah, so I never would have drafted him. But at this point, go for it. Who cares? What do you think about the fit? Obviously, it's again, he's not playing with Joel Embiid and the boys. But yeah. let's assume uh, he, he, he he makes some noise in summer league and you know he gets I a, mean, a two-way contract. He's a player that any team could use. Literally any team could use um, zone calling him boss man 99. Like any team can use a three and D guy. If he, if he is the Suns could use a three and D guy and he's bigger and he, yeah. So Six, seven again, if this guy reaches anything close to his potential, they've gotten a hell of a steal. Like he's going to, he has the potential to be, this is not like Des. Uh, he is not necessarily as far as his game is concerned, clearly missing something. It's just all the other stuff. Yeah. So he has the, 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 the capability to be a very good basketball player, um, but it's just is a lot of a lot of extenuating factors that could get in the way, and I think have a good chance of getting in the way. Um, so as far as fit's concerned, I mean, like I said, I think he can fit just about anywhere, just because every team can use a three and D guy. If he is a, if he ends up being a, a, a reasonably good three point shooter and a good defender, he's the kind of guy that that's the kind of guy that can take a team like the Sixers over the hump. I'm not saying that's going to happen with this particular player, but I'm just saying a very good 3 and D guy can be the difference for a team. I think it would have been a difference for a team like the Suns. Yeah. Or could have been a difference for a team like the Suns. So we'll see. Um, but I am not overly optimistic. Uh, yeah. I'm not by any means like betting on his success because uh, up, everything we've seen up until this point is that he's going to yeah, get his own way. You, you can't yeah. literally. And Reza brings it up, right? There isn't any... There isn't any realistic upside to this move. The 10 points per game in his college career when scoring is the best part of his game. Uh, yeah. Again, I mean, again, right? But again, I'm not taking the stats to mean anything. He played 17 games. Yeah, but that's part, part of being a good player. And I've had this conversation with Shane a million times because I feel like we're on opposite sides of the aisle when it comes to this. Part of being a good athlete at any level is durability and being mm-hmm. able to stay on the court the field whatever if you can't do that then immediately you hurt your stock you could be the best player yeah, in the I'm damn not. world but if you get hurt every season what value do we have like no. you have zero value to the team <laughs> joe's making a great point this segment's gonna last, last longer than <laughs> exactly son of a- i agree with you a hundred percent i'm pushing back on the idea that there is no upside because all of those things are true, but there is no risk in this move if you're the Sixers, and there's a ton of upside. No, not for if the he, summer league. If he gets to the NBA and is like, okay, this was my goal, I'm going to stop being an asshole, which is obviously that's not how it goes. He's not gonna I'd be, be crazy be if that was like, you know what, you know what today like, I'm going to turn it right. New like if because I think the Ball brothers did that. They got to the league and they all of the problems that you heard with the well, the two of them. Um, yeah, because like, Lavar stopped talking. Well, exactly, right? I think you, I, again, I don't know Marcus Bagley. I don't know his dad. I don't know the family. But their goal was to get to the NBA. You get there, and he becomes able to become a little bit more independent, mature a little bit, and you start to kind of remove that factor. If you can stay healthy, you have the potential to get a really good player. So that's the only thing I'm saying is I'm pushing back on the idea that there's no upside to it because I think there is only upside. There is no risk in this. He, Like I said, it's not like he's going to ruin your, your culture in the G League. Well, I feel if like he's an risk, asshole, is, you cut risk is risk the, the opposite of upside? 
No, but I I think there's I still think there's plenty of upside. Physically, if we want to talk uh, just based on production, like yeah, he's got physical ability. He's, Again, he's in physically theory, gifted. In theory, he can be good. Yes, but that's what we heard at Arizona State. Again, yeah, I'm not debating that at all. I I, I again, like I just said, I do not. I'm not betting on his success by any means. But I think I'm, all I'm pushing back on is the idea that there is not upside. I think there was clearly upside. He's physically talented. Joe's been trying to trade Da this whole yeah, time. I know. <laughs> uh, hey, if it's not for if it's not for a magic guard i don't want it Jaylen that's Suggs. my trade hey or cool anthony give me either. dude I, I watched a disgusting amount of magic games toward the end of the season last year <laughs> why wow. uh, i just had some stake yeah, in the game but jalen Suggs for for a couple games was pretty disgusting i'm not gonna lie dude, the like magic the magic game. i want the badge to be fun again i like my peak with basketball like i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i'm a massive nba fan that's out of the four major sports probably my least favorite but back in the day like 08 celtics era I was heavy into the NBA and like back when you had Jameer Nelson and he do dog that magic team those magic teams were so fucking fun I loved the magic back then he do Turkaloo now was kind of a bad and person. Rashad Lewis yeah Rashad man Lewis was on that team he do Turkaloo was a friend of the Turkish state now did you know that I didn't he's like consistently beefing with Enos freedom because really? if you Enos freedom is an enemy of the Turkish state and uh, Hidu Turkoglu was like a an agent of of their like president dude. That's really yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Now. He was a great three point shooter. And Shane tried to accuse me of not reading the news. That shit was crazy, bro. That's, yeah, let's, that shit was so crazy. That was, Shane was like, I don't read the news. There's no chance you do, brother. <laughs> it was. It's like you don't watch the news. The fuck you mean? I don't watch <laughs> the news. You mean I don't watch the news? I mean, oh, I, I know mean, what I do. You're right. I don't watch the news. I read, I read the, the news. news. That's what that was. Yeah, he was like questioning. Right, about like, you, it's more like you know how to read. That's not. That's not <laughs> damn, he didn't say all that. God he did damn. question me about my, me reading the news, which I do do often, but he didn't He didn't do, accuse do. me of not knowing how to read. Yeah. You do, do. I do do. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about Burrito Express, okay? Best burritos in the Valley. I've been craving it, and I've been waiting I, for Max to send the Slack message of, I, dude, hit the button. Another Max slacking again. I hope he hears me because he was out gallivanting in South America. I thought this was going to be the part of the cycle where we were getting Burrito Express. It should have been. And, I love Mountain Mike's. I was not by any means upset about getting surprised with Mountain Mike's, but I was I was mentally prepared for some Brito Express, and I didn't get it. You want to know why? I know why. I heard the reason why. Because he was gallivanting around South America? Well, because he didn't want to deal with the whole That's what I thought. thing. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, shame on Max Simpson, guys. And shame on you if you haven't been to Burrito Express. Check them out. They got locations all over the valley. They have a million and five different options, and they all go crazy over at Burrito Express. Check them out and give them a follow on social at Burrito EXP. I want to clip what just happened with no audio because I went like this and then you went like this and then I went like that again. <laughs> so it's just kind of like bang, bang, bang. Uh, finger guns. Finger guns, baby. Um, you've tried them, right? Mm-hmm. I've tried them. Yeah, they you are incredible. The, the smell is delightful too. Hey, you're probably like, what are you talking about? We're talking about America's... I'm going to call them America's. They're Arizona's number one scratch money gunny. I think they're, they're America's, America's best scratch money gunnies, but I'm not trying to get them in any kind of legal trouble by making claims I cannot back up. Personally, they're the best scratch made, the scratch made uh, THC infused gummies on the planet. Our friends over at OGs. And a couple days ago, first day of summer, they dropped their summer flavor, pink lemonade. It's fire. Man. Best flavor. It's the best flavor. Orange creamsicle was on. It was I didn't think it was possible to have better flavors. Yeah, than it was Michael Jordan. It was. And, and then LeBron you know came along. Exactly. LeBron came along. That's what they do over at LG. People they are going to say. People, they, they people are going to doubt it. They level up. People are going to doubt There's it. still people that think that that MJ's the goat, and that's fine. I'm not going to. I'm not going to think you're a, a dumb person for it because MJ's amazing. Or Cruz is amazing. Just tell you, it's just 
you're wrong. LeBron slash their new summer flavor, pink lemonade, a little bit better. Check we lost out. three viewers after you said LeBron's a go, Dude. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is hey. So it's so a little side note. Oh, let me finish this real quick. OGs, check them out. Check them out at OGs Brands. Uh, get that pink lemonade flavor at your local uh, local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Dog, there was some bullshit happening today during the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Oh, yeah? The show, a terrific show, as you know, obviously. Yeah. Just, One of the best shows on the network. Uh, the maybe best. the best. Um, you say not the best? No, I said or the best. Oh, okay. Um, tons of likes per usual because it's a great show. I am not exaggerating. Every time I opened my mouth on the show today, a new di- thumbs down showed up. Five dislikes, and everyone showed up while I wasn't. I literally don't think we've ever had five dislikes before. And everyone showed up while I was talking. Like, That's literally, crazy. while, like, the few times I was talking. Like, we had, I, no, I think we had one early on in the show. And then, literally, at the end, four more showed up because I was talking about random shit. And I like to think it was specifically the people I was calling out because. I did a list of my mortal enemies. Stanford Tree, the Antonelli's Cheese Shop, Utah. Koala Bears, Utah, and uh, Patrick Mahomes fans slash Kansas City Chiefs fans. Mm. Um, maybe there were just a lot of Chiefs fans. In maybe. Who knows? But it was crazy. Um, that's just that's a cold world out here. Yeah, it is a cold Shout world. Shout out CWP for showing me some love, though. I appreciate you, bro. All right. We've talked Desmond Cambridge. We've talked Marcus Bagley. So on that note, leave a like, as Bobby Hurley himself is telling you right there. Go leave a like. Uh, we're going to get to talk to Bobby Hurley tomorrow. Whoa. Yeah, we're talking to Bobby Hurley tomorrow oh, over yeah. at Section, Section 7. Section 7, baby. Um, so we'll be sure to... Bryce James? No, we actually can't. Can't uh-huh. talk Can't talk commits, can't talk recruits, can't talk anybody at the tournament. Uh, so we're going to no, have talk that... talk to Bryce James. Go find Bryce James. Uh, I might. That might be cool. Is LeBron going to be there? One of, my, one of the craziest experiences of my life was post-Lakers-Suns game when uh, I was actually interning with Saul. And... We went to go to the game, and uh, they had somebody go to the the Suns' uh, locker room, and then mm-hmm. he sent me to the Lakers' locker room <laughs> to go get it. And LeBron, like I was there while like post LeBron, fucking Steve McMenamin or whatever his name was, was over there. It was one of the just craziest sports. Yeah, no, there's I I I think my craziest experience like that is I just walked in. I don't know if you knew this. Man is the Syracuse basketball team. No. Um, and I just, I think I've brought this up on the show before. I just walked in. The entire court is surrounded by um, by black curtains. I walk in. Who's the first person I see? Rick Patino. Oh, wow. Post Louisville, post strip <laughs> clubs and casinos. Um, I'm pretty sure if the NCAA found about that, Syracuse could get in some trouble. So let's keep that between us, even though I don't really care. They did something wrong. Yeah. Whatever. It's not your um, fault. Jim Bay, what are they going to do? Take more whims, wins away from Jim Bayheim on don't some bullshit? Don't do that to the old man. Don't he do killed that. killed the man. Did you know that? Um, so did Brian Kelly. Tough world out here. <laughs> Didn't think that's what we'd get into by any means. JJ Hurley interview. Huge news. Absolutely. Uh, stay on the lookout. PHNX underscore Sun Devils. <laughs> for all of that. Um, still, so funny to still figuring out what day we're going to drop that if we want to do it on Monday. Next week's going to be an interesting week for Ooh, this show. Way. We got some guest hosts every single day, pretty much. Uh, starting Monday with the one, the only Jalen Conyers is going to be co hosting the, the, the show with me yeah, on Monday. The gangs, uh, me, Shane, and Leah, all everybody's in gone. 
Nashville, baby. I was supposed to be there, and I just I chickened out on the flight pretty much. So that's exactly what it's happened. Cold world. Um, probably but, good. Probably good. You didn't. You would. You, you would have had to sleep in my bed. Expensive. Uh, no, I got. I got. Oh, that's right. I got yeah. friends in places. You mean you don't um, want to sleep at the foot of my bed? <laughs> have we ever told that story on the show? I don't. I don't. Have we, we did. Okay. I wasn't sure if we did. I couldn't think of why we wouldn't have. But that to this day is one of the craziest. Just like I'm not gonna tell the whole story again, but if you don't know what we're talking about, we went to Vegas for the Pac-12 tournament, and one night ended with me going to sleep in a bed by myself and Totri going to sleep uh, on by the couch myself by himself, and both of us waking up with uh, in the same bed. Um, Except I was wet. And we're not giving any more details. We're not gonna tell you who was wearing clothes, how much clothes, okay. if there were clothes. We're not gonna give you any more details. On that All we know, note, Totri was in my bed and he was wet. Yeah, let's uh, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Uh, it's it's Friday, hot or not? Let's get into it. Why don't we, Leah? You uh, who's hot this week? All right, I feel like I haven't done this in a while. I always say that when I miss just one week. Um, but the person who's hot this week is is it Deep? It is. Oh. It's it is because he's coming to Nashville next week. Um and. He's going to help us a lot. Not that Sean's not, but... Yeah, that Shane, was fucking crazy. No, no, no. Shane is paying his <laughs> You're own... You're useless. Hey, Shane's paying his own way. That's where... That's mm. why. So, anyway... Joe um, Marcus co-hosting? No. These definitely Shane deserve. was hot last week, too, because I produced oh, a show. Mustachio. Awkward. Mustachio Well, and it's, his, it's almost his birthday, so... And then oh, it'll yeah. be yours. It'll be yours next. Yeah, like because I'll be on the show. Yeah, that's... You yeah. never know. Oh, When's my. your birthday again? July 15th. July 15th. And his is July 3rd? Yep. Okay. Okay. Good to know, good to know. It was just a crazy string of low-key disrespect from Leah, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just unlucky. Three days or four days after Juneteenth, too. Cold world. <laughs> yeah. You can't trust everybody. No, I know you can't. It's a cold world. Yeah. My God. My, did you know it's my favorite holiday? <laughs> <laughs> I did, actually. I did. Holy shit. All right, Leah, what's the first topic? All right. Z oh, first off, no. First zone, hot or not, one night stands in Las Vegas. Uh, what, brother? No, uh, ice cold. Figure your shit out. Go off, Leah. All right. So the theme of today's hot or not, we're gonna do a oh, hot. We have a theme. We're gonna do a hot or not, a special edition of hot or not Ooh. that we've never done before. Uh. And the theme is NBA draft fashion. Instead of topics, we're gonna go through a couple different looks, and you're gonna tell me if you think can, it's hot or not. Can I just say before you throw anybody up? Because I already know who one of them's gonna be. I'm so happy. Grady Dick. Grady Dick. Yeah. We'll get that. We'll talk about it. When we you're get. happy Shane's yes. not here for this. He's not gonna like any of them. Well, no, we'll get to it when we. Talk. All right, I don't. I didn't label them, so I don't even know what order. But first, we will go with oh, hot or not. This pink getup with pictures stitched to the inside of the jacket. I'm trying to explain for the audio listeners. So go on YouTube. This feels very Lil Nas. Yeah, me. I mean, I think the pink is fire. I agree. I'm I'm not sure how I feel about the pink on pink. Like, I don't know if I probably would have gone a different color with the undershirt. I like the silk, though. I mean, I rock with the, the, the making the suit jacket special. Like, it's your day. Do something custom on the inside. I think that's awesome. Um, but I don't know. I just... I'd be a little more adventurous, maybe. Also, is he not wearing a belt? That's a no-no. Nah, it doesn't look like he's wearing a belt. That's yeah, a the, no -no. yeah, I agree. He could have gone with a nice like black Gucci belt or something. Yeah, and, like a black I, shirt. I think, I think, I think a black. Well, I spit everywhere there. A black silk shirt that would have gone crazy. In, in a black instead belt? of instead uh, yes. of the the light pink on the pink. Although I do like it. I think this is hot. Yeah, I think this I, is I think hot. It's hot as well. I think if you get the the black shirt, the black silk shirt, or even you could maybe fuck around and get like a velvet. Like mm. black velvet in there, the black belt, and then some like the the black loafers yeah. with no socks. That goes from hot to fucking 
Heat. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm this, right there with you, hot. brother. This is absolutely. I'm right there hot. with you, brother. All right, are you guys ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Hot or not, we got this black suit with HPT in red stitched all over. Black vest kind of under with a, or sorry, red vest with a red bow tie and then a massive change and then red pants. What is the HPT thing? Do I don't know? know. And I'm going to say it's not hot for that reason. Like, you can't be <laughs> littering, littering your, your, I think it's ugly anyways. Like it's too, if this is too gimmicky, like red and black, like you're working in, uh, you're working in a circus or something, but you can't be littering your, your, I mean, again, do you have red pants on? Yes, he does. Which oh, is also way too much. I, again, do you this is your day i don't want to like whatever makes you happy because it might have some special meaning to you so whatever from an outsider's perspective you can't be littering your your suit coat with an acronym that no one knows what it means yeah what is the hpt it, it just this gives me way too much high school prom like yeah. way too much high school prom with the red and black sometimes and the, less is more yeah i agree and i think this is this is just a case of you got too much. I love the chain. I love the bow tie with it, to be yeah, honest as well. I'm a big bow tie guy. I don't have any problem with the color scheme, but I don't like the red pants with the yes, red I vest and underneath. Also, the HPT thing is just tacky looking. Yeah, I don't get the HPT thing. That looks like it's literally it printed right. on to the jacket. Like It looks like it was a computer edit. It doesn't even look like it's a part of the actual jacket. Um, but, I mean, overall, I don't hate it, but I am going to go not hot because I think it could be better charles in the chat red and black is pretty fire though but don't get the hbt thing yeah, yeah i don't like the fine. black i'm um, doing so- oh okay it says it's a nod to his, his neighborhood in dallas that he grew up in hamilton park texas so it stands for hamilton park um still though do we changes get- it a little bit for me because i can appreciate the meaning but i still think it doesn't execute it well i think it looks ugly it would have been better if it was just not so it's just so the contrast is unreal that's why i like the inside stitching because you can have a good looking suit and still when it's time, show people the like what you're repping, right? So, <sighs> I think if he goes red jacket, red jacket, black shirt, or he's got a black shirt on. Let's 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 get rid of the vest. We don't yeah, need the vest. Um, that's that. that well, the vest gives me too much prom. There's vibes. just and maybe the vest with the bow tie with the chain just feels like a lot to me. And I feel yeah. like you could have done the HP. I think the HPT thing, dope, love it. Maybe put it on the chain. Maybe don't have it on the jacket. Yeah, man. Or, uh, or I on remember, the inside. Yeah, I like the inside. One time, um, Conor McGregor had um, had a pinstripe suit, but the pinstripes in very small text said like "fuck you" or something like that. That's awesome. Conor McGregor. Like if he had done that with the HP, I think the HPT could have just been a little more subtle. But again, he's repping his hometown. If you try to like whatever, I get that that was the goal, and so you, that definitely yeah, came across. You succeeded. Like I, I, so many people probably looked up HPT like I just did. So. Uh, go off. I'm doing it. That from park's got to be popping. From a, a pure style perspective, it's not hot. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Not hot. All right, next one. And there are four. Just so oh, you know. let's go. Um, okay, so next one we got <sighs> kind of a black suit with very intricate, but it almost looks like bedazzle, but bejeweled. I got to get like, up and look. With, like, with, I gotta, yeah, I know. With gems in multiple colors. And then he kind of has the black shirt underneath, button, many buttons undone with, I think that's two different chains or one. And the other one is kind of a bejeweled thing that connects it all together. Yeah. So you talk about high school uh, prom, high school yeah, dance that's, shit. Scoot Henderson had a very similar kind of thing, but his was gold with all of the design. Uh, it just... It doesn't strike me as original, and that's kind of my problem. Like it doesn't, it doesn't seem that unique. Even though I know it's pretty eccentric, but it, 
it doesn't seem that unique. I'm a huge fan. Like I'm a, I'm, I am a dressy casual person. So a huge fan of the no tie on button show the chest. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. With I the hate this, this bedazzled. The stuff jacket stuff. is just a little too much. It's a little too much for me. Um, Looks very like uh, I'm in a, I'm getting ready for a Marvel movie. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Or like a the Fast and Furious also, 11. Also, the pants are looking like they fit well. I just, yeah, I don't like, like it. I don't like anything about athlete, it. You're in good shape. Your clothes need to be a little more form-fitting. Yeah, I don't like anything about this, to be honest with you. The best part of it is the, like, the rings that he has on. Yeah, I, it's, I don't think it's too far. I don't think it's terrible, but it's just not, it's not hot. Yeah, not hot. Not hot. All right, last but not least, it's the one we all knew yeah. was coming. Yeah, let's go. Zoolander. It's, so, uh, it's... It's your Grady, Dick. Grady Dick. I was yeah. going to say Dick Grady, but I was like, that doesn't uh, sound Dick right. Grady. Dick uh, Grady. Grady. Grady Dick in his red, there's no place like home jacket with shoulder pads. So before before we get into this, did you see the, I want to say it was the Kansas student paper mm-hmm. after he got drafted, their front page of their paper was a photo of him and the headline was just big at the top and then energy, energy at the bottom. Fire. <laughs> that was the highlight of that college newspaper editor's <laughs> life. Um, so this particular is why I was saying I was happy Shane's not here because he likes this and I think this is fucking hideous. <laughs> it is disgusting. He looks like Zoolander. It's, oh, no place like home. I'm from Kansas. Cool, dog. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fit well. The, the turtleneck makes no sense to me because a turtleneck should be fabric and it looks... Secret, it, it, the fit is terrible, and then you're doing all this just to have b- black pants. Mm. I don't like it. I don't um, like it either. And it also, I wouldn't draft this guy. Just gives me so much. Un- you wouldn't draft him because of the yeah. outfit. It, like I said yesterday, if there was two guys that were identical and one of them was wearing this and one of them was wearing something normal, I'm drafting the normal guy. Yeah, I'm. I I don't vibe with it. It it like I said, I I know I was joking with the whole Zoolander thing, but it quite literally looks like that, like something that I he saw would wear. a tweet that he looks like he's about to host like the seventy six Hunger Games. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, uh, Shane made Nelton John comparison, which I think is apropos. Um, nice word. Thank you. Um, I just like listen. I get that style is subjective, but to a certain extent, it's listen. not. We started that again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent, it's not. Like some things are just bad, man. And I don't care. Shane can talk all he wants about his New Balances and his and his whatever his special style. That's fine. I don't care. Like you're you you could be your own dude, but I, it doesn't stop me from saying that that suit's terrible. It looks like somebody bedazzled like a bunch of of cherries and stuck it to him. Joe's dating DA for fucking for anything, anything. So before before we that's the last one we have, right? That was a phenomenal idea, by the way. That you it was tremendous. Um, Not hot, yeah. Not hot. So only one, only one hot out of the the four that we did. Listen, brother. Uh, the problem is, is that we uh, it went fashion got to a point where people thought just doing something like doing something different meant it was fashionable. It's not. Do you have a favorite of like all time? All like time draft all fit. All time draft fit. Oh, because I know mine. Not off the top of my head. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you remember? Oh god, this was what year was this? Dante Fowler Jr. Oh boy. His draft outfit. Obviously, his career has not necessarily panned out the way that it was. <laughs> but his fit, a minute. in my personal opinion, was look at this. So he's got the the white. Oh, the off white with the red. Yeah, that goes shoes. The shoes that he the had? The sequence shoes, yeah. Oh, that's fire. My. You remember Paolo Mancaro's last year? That shit was terrible. The <laughs> purple with like the special, the, the polka dots on it. Oh, Awful. Shit. This right here, Tyrese Halliburton went stupid. 
Oh my! He got oh, like the blue fire. with the, the grandma's couch, and he got the Black Lives Matter reported on the inside. That shit was fire. Go look up. Go look up Tyrese Halliburton's draft fit. I have basing this off nothing. But that's my favorite of all time. Okay, that's I'm gonna show you sweet. one more before we get out of here. It's one of my personal favorites, and I don't even know if you could find a photo of it. But Jalen Brunson, mm. when he got drafted, his draft outfit. Let me go to Twitter because I saw it on Twitter earlier. It is. It's one of the funniest things. While you look that up, suspenders, dog. We need more of them. You wear a belt or you wear suspenders. If you're wearing these these tuxedo pants with no belt, throw on some suspenders. It's a good look. Oh, Jalen Brunson is is he's selling paper after that. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. Go look up Jalen Brunson. He's selling. That he works dude for Safe sells Arm. you insurance. <laughs> he is he is po- the reason the only reason he's holding a basketball in this picture is because he is the official insurance provider of his local team. And oh, so for his goodness. in arena advertisements, they put him in a suit with a basketball like he's Sweet James. That's tough. It is tough. Absolutely no way you cut it. Guys, something else that's tough, but in a good way. Illegal Pete's. Food. You had illegal Pete's for the draft party. Dude. uh, Yesterday, right? Chips and queso in there and some salsa. I was snacking on the chips. Mm -hmm. I've been snacking on the chips. Chips Guys, it's the end of the week, which means we are a couple days closer to Monday, which always means Margarita Mondays over at Illegal Pete's. It's exclusive to their Arizona locations. $3 Marg's. All day, every Monday, nothing brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun with a few margs. And if margaritas aren't your thing, then maybe head over on a Tuesday because they got Taco Tuesdays. $2 tacos all day, every Tuesday. You guys can enjoy your favorite chicken, pork, and veggie tacos for just 2 bucks all day. So swing by and start your week off the right way over at Illegal Pete's. Uh, to Joe's question, I am so pro I am pro bolo tie. Very pro bolo tie. Also very pro foco. Um, because mm-hmm. they got our back as far as Arizona sports, uh, merchandise, all that kind of good stuff. Um, best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. We got our, our studio here is littered with with um, focus stuff. This right here. I, I personally built this. Dude, I fuck with Legos. Go to, dude, the, uh, uh, I think these are like blocks brand. But any kind of building thing, give it to me. Focus got that. Focus got toys, dog. Oh, Lincoln Logs? I was never a Lincoln Law guy. I was like a big Connects guy back in the day. Bobble, I was a huge bobblehead collector, so I could have really used Foco as a kid. It would have been my entire birthday list. Um, you could also use Foco yourself. Head to Foco.com. Use code PHNX, and you'll get 10% off non, all non-presale items. Code PHNX. You'll get 10% off all non-presale items with our friends over at Foco. 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 Get it F-O. in your home. C-O. And this show stayed kind of on the rails. I was surprised at how on the rails it stayed, to be honest with you. Yeah. We were right on the, yeah, we were, we were on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Never not. Uh, guys, if you Wait until you content. see our kid. We're raising a kid together. Oh, you know yeah. That. Absolutely. We're going to adopt a kid. One night in Vegas together. <laughs> we're going to adopt a kid. kid. Yeah. Well, we'll discuss this post-show. Uh, guys, our kid, you, dude. We, we, we what's its what name? Whatever its name is going to be, it's not going to go by that name. We've set that precedent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Both our parents named us something, and we both said no. You're right. Uh, (laughs) um, So, I don't know. We can name him whatever we want. Oh, get Owen. Get Owen. Get Owen. Come here, Owen. Oh, boy. I want to, yeah. I don't know. Totri's, I have no idea what's coming, Owen. Owen Owen is being. Do you have your cellular device on you? Why? Just, Just pull it out for me. Just pull out the cell phone for me. Well, just, 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 just pull out your, pull out your cell I don't, phone. The, the Totri keeps doing this, this shit. Is, this where is he's like, I need you to do something for me. I'm not going to give you any context. Pull out and your then cell phone. Like you're the bad person when you start questioning. No, his, because his look, I tell everybody every single day, right, to go follow us. Oh yes. At PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Uh-oh. And out of 
the four people in this room, can uh -oh. you tell me which motherfucker uh -oh. doesn't follow PHNX uh -oh. underscore Sun Devils? It's by Owen. the name of Owen over here. And I know because I checked not too long ago. Don't worry, I'll just block instead. Oh, that's, Cold that's World Iron. Don't well, be like Owen. Owen does that, the rest of you go follow <laughs> us at PHNX <laughs> underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tochi. You can follow. Uh, man, I'm, I was blanking. I wanted to call you Shane for a second. You can follow <laughs> yeah, Sean at Sean underscore to pause. Um, the father of Anthony's son is always. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll see you Monday. But for now, peace.